I just got the biggest laugh ever on this podcast. Brilliant. I wasn't recording, but Jesus, that's fucking awesome. So so good. (laughs) Next week, I'm going to turn my microphone all the way on, not half the way on. It makes a difference. Five seconds before, I was pointing out how dumb Chris was by pressing this button. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see that? Oh, fuck. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. to publish, perish or podcast, your opportunity to see if science picks up coins off the floor. I'm Andrew Stapleton and joining me today is Cameron Shearer. Present. And Christopher Gibson. Here. Definitely. Oh, of course, yeah. I I wrote it. After I wrote it, I was like, yeah, why wouldn't it? It needs the money. Yeah. Chris, do you pick coins up off the floor? I do. I do all the time, of course. And lint. (laughs) And lint? Yep. Yep. You can make clothing out of lint. That's that's true. Yeah. yeah. So I can just imagine. I'm wearing like lint Isn't underwear. Clothing is speak. made out of lint. Did you say that the wrong way around? That lint is made from clothing. That's true. And then you can recycle the lint and make clothing from that. Yeah. 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 I, well, I mean, you could. It's a lot of processing, but yeah, fine. That fine. does explain yeah. the color of your jumper. <laughs> yeah. Why is lint? Why is lint always blue? Yeah. Is belly button fluff gray? Like a colour now? <laughs> Mine is. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But interestingly, so you know that English saying like, see a penny, pick it up all day long, you'll have good luck. Have you mm-hmm. heard that one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So how much money do you think in one year Ooh. you could make if you lived by that rule? You mean... Are we picking up one penny per second or one penny every time we pick it up? Every time you see one. So money that's left around, it can be a dollar, it can be, you know, whatever coin or or note. But if you were just to pick up every penny or coin that you see, Mm -hmm. how much money would you have in a year? So someone's quantified this? Is there a a correct answer? There's an answer. Really? Yeah. Personally, I reckon I'd only pick up maybe 10 bucks through for the whole year, I reckon. Yeah. What yeah. if you were trying though? What if you were like this year? You, you mean you mean up? if I was like knocking people over yeah. and giving, <laughs> giving them a shoeing and Oops. then money would fall out. And <laughs> Shaking them upside down. Sorry about that, sir. Yeah. Um uh, no, I, I even if I tried, I reckon it would be 10 bucks in total. Really? Yeah. All right. Cameron. All right. So you say that <laughs> we're going to pick this. up a penny you get good luck. Yes. Right? So I'm now thinking of a Felix Felicis type situation. Who's that? Um, okay. You really don't know anything about being a, a science nerd or nerd in general, do Not you? Not at all, no. So Felix Felicis is a potion from in Harry Potter universe oh. where if you drink it, you then get good luck for a very short amount of time. Oh, perfect. It's a, it's a great scene in the movie. I think it's in the seventh. Hang on. Is it, could film. I use it like... Okay. Do you want to go out with me, like to a girl, and then quickly take the potion, and then she'd be like, "Yes." I think the I think the potion lasts about thirty minutes. I could add sex her in that in time there as well. Somewhere, I do think that <laughs> several times. <laughs> I think that Harry does get a get a girlfriend, get some or, action, or at least impresses some girls. Yeah, Isn't that's that me. typical. That's what blokes would always do with a potion. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Harry Potter's no different. I'd go straight to the lab and start doing complicated experiments. (laughs) 
All right, so I'm right. getting that All much right. luck from picking up that many pennies. I'm winning the lottery, and I'm getting $10 million oh. in my year. So there you I'm go. Mean, I've highballed it. You I've have, highballed it. God, right you've now. gone way over the top. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's a, it's put, a million times more than what I estimated. <laughs> yeah, you've put this question on steroids <laughs> and then answered it. You said good luck. I was going to say that you've scienced it, but instead you used a bit of you used sort of a magic. I've, I've magicked it. You've, you've magicked it. Yeah, oh, that's okay. So I have a picking up the money. Yep. Give us answer. the answer. Who so, is closer? Uh. <laughs> Are we going? Are we doing deal or no deal rules? Where I feel I'm confident. No, we're closer, but not over. No, you you can go over. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can go over. Yeah. Um, it was Chris by like a million dollars or something. Now, um, what did you say? Ten million. Yeah. yeah. So it was Chris by like ten million dollars. So it was a teacher called Kath Kelly, right, in the UK, and she did a thing where she lived in poverty. For an entire year, living off one do- uh, one pound, so it's about two dollars a day for a year. Mm. That's more than what I imagined. Without, yeah. but I mean, mm. what about her? How was her luck that year? What, maybe she was. Con- <laughs> maybe she was fucking mainlining this potion. Yeah, I'm imagining she wrote some book about this whole situation. Um, and how many sales did that book have? Yeah, probably. Well, maybe after this podcast, five. <laughs> I don't think we've sold it. Oh, damn it. Um, yeah, Nor so that, do I that, think we have That's five about listeners. 228. I did the maths. 228 Australian dollars for a year. I mean, that's a nice meal. Yeah. The, the city that she was in was Bristol in the UK. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't you know get more at different places, I imagine. There might be other Well, like places. in London, it would be really, really. Like, I imagine yeah. you could probably make a, a, a million. <laughs> in a day 10 million <laughs> yeah Cameron's answer not, was for London is there not more other people picking up the coins in London or is that oh, is that the point. point about Bristol I don't know uh, anything about Bristol yeah I'm not quite sure um, Bristol is just because it's it's a big student horrible. town it's I a big student that, town yeah. so there yeah. might be a lot of coins getting floating around oh those students are kind of a bit miserly as well though aren't they yeah yeah anyway but in Australia of course we don't have the cent piece nope nope so, five, cents five is cent is still. Would you throw away five cent? I wouldn't. Yep. Would you? You just you'd be like, bunk, yep. chuck it. What's yep. the What's the smallest denomination? Then you would just be happy to throw away. Smallest denomination, I'll be happy to throw away. What's it's the, the five cent piece? No, but you. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, so I mean, what, Hang what's, on a minute. I looked. What's the? I'm highest? keeping. I'm keeping the twenty. Yeah. Keeping the 20. And the 10's gone? 10's gone. I was once walking back from the fish and chip shop. Yeah. And I had a 10 cent piece in my hand. And I thought, I'm never going to use this. Yeah. So I drop punted it. That's a kick football style. <laughs> yeah, thanks. It's sporting sport reference. reference. <laughs> it's flown off my foot straight into a car and dinged it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so your 10 cent sweet piece has caused $50 about $50 damage. worth yeah. of damage. Yeah, not yeah. To, I didn't pay though. <laughs> <laughs> Did you run away? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah well done, Cameron. <laughs> so there you go. That's a nice bit of money talk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's good they say never talk about money, but money, we do. Money, 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 money. Yep, a bit of singing ooh, as well. Ooh, money. I, I, I was confident it was going to go money, but I didn't want to commit to a word, <laughs> so I just went, sure you nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
news for this week. Oh. Anything anyone wants to say? Yep. Yep. So, um, Christopher Gibson got news, got big news. Um, so for everyone who's been following the number of sites I've got on Scopus, oh, yep, I'm sure everyone's <laughs> fucking following this. For all you Gibson, right, I don't, we out don't there. need to say, but it was on 998 last week. But I mean, oh, no, no, I don't no, know no. why I'm, I don't know why I'm saying this. You <laughs> made it worse. It was on 988, not 999. Oh, uh, <laughs> was it? No, now it. sounds bad. Now it's on 995, so it's not as much as you thought it was. Uh, so. But that's still good. 995. Well only why did you tell us about it last week? Then you knew you weren't going to get 12 in a week. Well, I don't know. You know, it's it's a How countdown. How many pennies have you been picking up? It's exciting for everyone. <laughs> you know, everyone's like, "Ooh, Gibbo's getting close. He's getting close." So, nine nine five by next week or the next time we do uh, another podcast, yep. could be a cool grand. Oh, Chris, well done, Cameron. Any news? Well, the so we all know, we all know in this room, but maybe it's not so well known that mm. the best journal that you want to get your paper published in is Nature. Yes, is that fair enough? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And absolutely. Nature has a few, say, sister journals, which are also very good. We've got Nature Nano, Nature yep. Energy, materials. Nature Materials, Nature yep. Nano. So, in the last week, I've had two papers that I'm involved on oh. submitted to Nature oh. or, or Nature, or they're both to Nature's sister journals. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I'm not even in the race, so like, I mean, well, uh, it's not that hard to submit. Submitting <laughs> is the easy part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've, we've heard back from the editors in both cases. Do you want to guess? Yeah. Uh, Do you want to guess how we how we gone? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, two no's. <laughs> two no's. <laughs> two no's. Yeah. Fair so enough. Yeah. So that's that's the way. That's the science game. You start at the highest. Yeah. They say no. You try Go the next, next highest. Yep. Yeah. Um, only news from me is that there was a new printer in the office and everyone was very happy. Mm. Mm. All right. Yeah. Mm. So what's your um, office deal at the moment? I am in a shared office with uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven other people. Oh, you would love that. It is very... Well, I love... uh, This is going to come no surprise to anyone, but I love attention. (laughs) You've got a captive audience. Our topic for today is being wrong. Mm. All right. Or someone else. Who amongst being the wrong. three of us has been wrong recently, Cameron? Don't mention it, him. He was mean to you last last week. Do you remember? Oh, that time. See, I was. I've been trying to think all day. Times I've been wrong, and there was that time. Well, actually, <laughs> that's not official yet. That's an unofficial. No, 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 that's unofficial at the moment. The microphone. Oh, oh. right, at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, Potter's in the world. One thing you we wouldn't have caught today <laughs> is that. Cameron, uh, every time we've come to record, has had his microphone in the <laughs> off position and has had to be reminded to turn his microphone on. And today he looked at me very confidently and said, Andy, on. And I went, well done, Cameron. That's great. Yeah. And then as we were going to do the, the levels, I went, Cameron, your mic isn't on. And he went, yes, it is. <laughs> and then it went, oh, no, it isn't. Click. Mm, yeah, and, and he that, was so yeah. confident. That sweet, sweet thrill of knowing Cameron's oh, right. that rushed rush. through my body. Oh, it was so, it was so awesome. It was oh, so, so awesome. Mm. There's mm. nothing sweeter. And just before that, we'd be Lip laughing at up. Chris because he touched the wrong part of his microphone to turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think the first thing about being wrong is that we need to say it is very embarrassing, regardless of science situation or otherwise, that it is a little bit like it, it gets you. 
mm-hmm. gives you a feeling. Mm, mm. I think for the person who's wrong, yeah. If someone else is wrong and you've proven them wrong, that's thrillingly wonderful at times, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think that... <laughs> we'll agree with yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> we like being right. Oh, yeah. But I think that generally speaking, we're normally at least thought of as being the smart ones. Yeah, so absolutely. You mean we're often a- looked to, like in social situations, yes. yeah. if there's like a math mm. problem come up, we're mm. looked to to answer these things. Mm. Yeah, mm. and we don't find everything easy, and we do no. make some uh, calculation mistakes absolutely. or trivia night mistakes. Yeah, do you know what? My bloody- yep. So I did one of those <laughs> escape rooms recently. And what uh, is that? Escape room where they lock you in, you've got a series of puzzles and you have to escape. It's so much fun. Really recommend it. It's really wicked. But there was a uh, a maths problem. Or do you say maths or math? Oh maths. I'd say maths. I wouldn't just say math. Maths is sort of an American thing. I and think. Cameron? I say math. All right. Ooh, Ooh, another who's right and who's wrong? <laughs> Viewers, tell us. <laughs> so I'll say I'll say maths because that's what for some reason I've always Because I said it, that's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> But there was this maths problem and um, I did it wrong. Ooh. It was simple. You had to look at symbols, come up with numbers, do the maths. Excellent. The worst thing about that is when you've got friends who have this real expectation and you can see the disappointment in their eyes. <laughs> well, it was actually... Like, You're not what I thought you were. It was with my dad. Ooh. And even my dad went, I paid all that money to send you <laughs> to uni. <laughs> and I bet he loved saying that too. Yeah, he <laughs> loved it. <laughs> Yeah, so but you're absolutely right. So in terms of science and being wrong, yep. science and being a scientist, I guess, comes with this thing that you have to be clever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you're absolutely right. In social circles, you are looked upon like, oh, if there's that problem, or Andy, what, what, why is this that way or whatever? Yep. You are turned to it. And if you're wrong, people love it. They lap it up. They're like, mm, yeah. oh, I can taste mm. the oh, yeah. delicious yeah, wrongness. Yeah. But hopefully if your friends are ignorant enough, you can pretty well say anything and they'll believe you. I have found that if you say something with enough confidence, mm. Ooh, yeah. mm. you mm. will just get away with it. Absolutely. Um, one question I had, which I was able to come up with a bullshit answer for, but I don't actually know the answer for, is, you know those stainless steel soap bars for when, after you chop garlic or um, onion? You've seen those? No. So they're little stain- stainless steel, they look like soap. And you rub your hands with water, um, with the with the metal soap, and it gets rid of the smell, and it works. Oh. And people were like, "How does that happen?" And I had to fudge together <laughs> some like, "Oh God, it was not a pretty sight," but I did it. And the guy at the end said, "You don't really know, do you?" And I went, <laughs> "Is it that obvious? <laughs> does it actually work? Does it really work?" I think it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But there's things being right or wrong in facts where mm. you can just look up on the internet to find the answer yeah and then there's things where we don't know the answer which is science mm. yeah and then in those situations you can still be right or wrong yeah absolutely and that's yeah. a big difference between checking on wikipedia five minutes uh-huh. or doing Five years of experiments, one week of experiments, uh, yeah. something or anywhere in between. So yeah. I've got one for you. Have you ever done a series of experiments and you were like, awesome, this is awesome data, great. Then you've done a control experiment mm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it all falls apart. Yeah, the house of cards comes tumbling. And you've even gone to the point where you're like, you're almost at the point of telling people, maybe even told a few people. Yeah. 
and then you do the control and you're like, holy shit, wrong. Wrong. So yeah. I, I had a situation like that where I was doing some, some, some measurements and I thought that we had detected a material called graphene, but I hadn't really done much work on graphite. Yep. And so I was very excited. I was like, look at this. I even said to the student I was with, I said, my mum's right. I am amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and we had these beautiful images where the, the, what I thought the graphene was. Yeah. And then we did the control, the graphite, yeah. the starting material. Yeah. And it looked exactly the same. Uh, so what I thought was graphene was not what we wanted. It was the starting material. Yeah. So I've got loads of examples. What of did stuff you do? Like that. Did you um, immediately own up to it or did you kind of like oh, I had slowly to own up to back it. down? Had, I had to own up to it and, and I had to just say, look, that's, that's wrong. You know, I was yeah. wrong about that. Yeah. Um, you're going to have to do it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're all going to have to do it again. So, you know. yeah. So, I mean, I think the thing about science is that science, when it is wrong, it corrects itself and it doesn't, doesn't matter. It certainly should. Yeah, it and should, it's just, yeah. actually, it's yeah. probably one of the one of the few sort of disciplines that if it's wrong, it will just hold its hands up and be like, "Yes, thanks for that." <laughs> now watch me change. Yeah. You know? But the problem is, science is run, is controlled, is operated. I don't know how, you, but by scientists yep. who are people with egos. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and yep. so and I stubborn. Yeah, and stubborn. And I read recently that um, it's actually very, very good for the heads of big um, research groups to either leave or die. And it, the, the argument of this article was that when someone, when a very prominent scientist dies, it's good be to, because they take all of their, um, <laughs> all of their biases with yeah. them. And so then the next people that come up and take that idea and build on that idea don't have those years of biases but they then try something that, that person would probably just dismiss. Yeah, mm. and so that person can be wrong by being very clever um, yeah. and holding on to these biases. And I, and I think that you know uh, certainly that I think that I think you see that. I think you see that. Mm. You know, the, people the just problem is I think if you've built a hugely successful career on a certain scientific premise, yeah, and someone comes along and says that premise is wrong, yeah, that makes people very very unstable. Yeah. You know what I mean? People are very, very sensitive about sort of that sort of thing. And they're going to defend whatever that premise is to the death. Mm. Because it means, otherwise it means their life has been perhaps a bit of a waste. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's what happens a lot. Yeah. Cameron. Wrongness. Have you been wrong? Uh, probably. <laughs> Do you know, I had the same problem as you. I was thinking today, I was like, have I been wrong? And I, I obviously have. Yep. But I think my brain's just gone... You don't need to remember that anymore. Mm. You really? were wrong. I got, yeah. I got three or four just popped in uh, my mind. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about before. So I think the, the time that I've been most commonly found to be wrong or when I give out the, the most wrong advice yep. would be during a group meeting where, mm. say, you know, where our groups have about 10 people, maybe five different projects yep. are involved in the group and someone will give a talk and they'll say, I've been doing this, this and this and this. Yeah. And so a few times where I'm new to a group is where I'm most often wrong. Yeah. I'll come up with ideas and I'll say something along the lines why don't you just try this? Or mm -hmm. you say that you're doing this, I don't believe you yet until you do something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so a time that I've been wrong, it's unfortunately very specific. Mm -hmm. um, 
So we are in this group. We were making catalysts, which would turn compounds from one thing to another. And the way that we were looking at it mostly is by their change in color. And I was thinking, well, so it's changing in color, but is it actually changing the way it's changing in color, but is, is it actually doing it the way that you think it's happening? Yeah. Can mm. you do something else to look at what bonds are there? Yeah. And so all of this is happening in water. So I said, why don't you just do infrared, which looks at bonds? Mm. And so I said that, and the supervisor loved that idea. Uh. So much so that for the next few months, they asked the student about that result. Yeah. It turns out it's fundamentally flawed because, <laughs> <laughs> because you can't do IR, this this thing I asked them to do, yep. if your sample's in water, which it was. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. So, I was wrong. Sorry, Anne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think in that case, like the poor student, when you're wrong... Yep. It's fine. You own that and you're like, well, that was a waste, but I wasted my own time. That yeah. poor student, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, when yeah, someone yeah. else is wrong yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That can be that. I mean, that's tough. That's tough. But that's how supervisors must feel all the time because that's what happens to them all the time. Mm. You know, we've talked oh, about just, that. Yeah, they yeah, throw just, all sorts of ideas out and, and yeah. their students, you know, follow a lot of these dead end ideas. Yeah. I think you just have to get used to it. You just have to just be like, Okay, I'm wrong, yeah, move on. Yeah, well just it. do what Cameron and I do and which is just block it out of just our memories. Completely and, forget this. And be like, wow, wrong. I'm such a good scientist. I, I only make right choices. <laughs> yeah. Well I, cause I I think so I, I blogged about this recently because I'm a blogger and that's what I do now. Andy Matter. Andy Matter. Andy Matter Science. Dot net. Um, anyway, so I was just saying, and Chris was part of this wrongness. What's blogging again? Blogging, anyway, keep going. blogging is like <laughs> you te- you think you're very important isn't and you... texting on the internet, isn't it? Kind long of. texts on yeah. the internet, yeah, yeah. yeah. That you force people to di- read. What's the difference between Twitter and blogging then? Um, about... Well, I was going to say characters. Like Twitter's 140 characters. And blogging. Oh, blogging's much longer. Yeah, as long as you want. Oh, okay. You know what I get a lot of? What? I get a lot of, I haven't listened to your blog yet. Oh, those fucking knobbers. I'm pleased they haven't. (laughs) I'm pleased they fucking haven't listened to this podcast. Because they don't understand it. Oh, because this is like a blog with sound. (laughs) That's what they're implying or they're just getting it wrong. Can I can I tell one and it's a non-science one. It's one that my mum got me on. All right, please, <clears throat> right? Chris. My mum's staying definitely. staying with me for a few weeks. Um, and uh, so we'll call this uh, the the usual segment every week: Gibson's funny stories. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't agreed on that, but it <laughs> yeah. does come up. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Right. this is this is a segment. Yeah. So anyway, this um, never happens in the meeting beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I just sort of throw it in. uh, Anyway, so... (laughs) Funny stories. Um, We've got a neighbour who who seems to, uh, as as sort of a part-time hobby, likes to back into our other car and and damage it. (laughs) Yeah. It's the third time. Interesting hobby. It's an interesting (laughs) hobby. We find it slightly annoying. Yeah. So I had to take it to the the crash repair guys, and it's about 5Ks away. And, you know, the idea is I'd have to drive the car there, and then I'd have to walk back. 
Ugh. I'm like, fuck that, because it's raining a lot as well. Yeah. And I don't want to walk 5Ks. Yeah. So my idea was, and I was boasting to my mum about this. Uh. She says, I'm going to get the second car. I'm going to drive it halfway and park it. Then I'm going to walk back. <laughs> drive. <laughs> Drive, drive the other car to the crash repair, then walk to the car that's halfway and drive that home. Yeah. And I'm going to cut my uh, walking time in half. And my mum looked at me and she said, that's actually going to make it longer than if you just drove it there and walked back. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, think about it. You drive it there, you waste that time, and then yeah. you walk Then you back. walk what you would walk anyway. Yes. Yeah. And then you walk from the crash repair to the car yep. and then you have to... So you've actually got extra driving time you're yep. adding to the journey. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, I shit. wish she didn't That's tell you. excellent. <laughs> I was going to do it too. I bet you were. I bet you were when she pointed out the obvious logical flaw, yep. I just had to go, yeah, mum, you're right and I'm wrong. Mm. When have I last said that? Mm. Can't recall. But it worked out great because when I drove the car there, they gave me a lift back. <laughs> <laughs> so all that your car was halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> so have you picked up that car yet? No, no, no. It's gonna take him. It's gonna take him a few days to fix it. So uh, I'll get that on um, Tuesday. How will I do it, folks? <laughs> <laughs> will I drive it? the other car halfway <laughs> and then walk and then drive that back and then drive? Send you suggestions. Send you suggestions <laughs> to. What might sound quicker, but is actually much longer. There you Gibbo's go. funny stories <laughs> yeah. at AOL.com. That's the end. Gibbo's funny uh. stories. All right, so we've done us being wrong. When have you called someone out? When have you been your mum oh, and called geez. someone out for being wrong? Well, we had a. There was some discussion this week about the best way to do photolithography, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you can either. Uh, you 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 you're making patterns, yeah. And you have a choice between you're etching away what you want, or you're etching away what you don't want to mm-hmm. make the pattern that you want, yep. right? In the end, yeah. And so we've been doing it this one way forever, yeah. And it works fine. Someone came and said, "Hang on a minute, why don't you do it the other way?" <laughs> <laughs> and then they said it to two relatively junior PhD students, yeah. And then, so they kind of got thinking, oh, maybe we should be doing it that way. So they came and spoke to me and Mm. said, hey, this person said we should be doing it this other way, to which I said, no, we're not going to bother because it works fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So so this is a situation where we're kind of, I haven't proven that they're right or they're wrong. Yeah. But I'm not going to (laughs) bother. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yep. 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 If it if it ain't broke, it isn't necessary to necessarily fix it. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I think I I said to someone the other day. I said, um, once once you've got like this kind of base knowledge in science, really a lot of it is quite common sense. It's just that it's common sense, and you're just pulling from different bits of knowledge. Mm -hmm. So in that case, you're absolutely like the same thing applies to anything. Which if it's working fine, it's doing what you want. It's, yeah, it's hitting. A, you just don't change it. Why on earth would you would you do something unless the change provides all these extra benefits? And then yeah, of course, of course you change it. But that's common sense. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. If you're changing mm-hmm. it just because you want to be the guy that changes it, then that's a bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a situation where I propose an experiment and 
I told it to uh, an academic and they were basically like, why would you want to do that? That'll never work. And then it did work mm. and we published an awesome paper on it. Oh, you're so good, Christopher. But Gibson. I never went back to that academic and said, no, 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 no. But I still feel a little bit warm knowing I was right and they were wrong. Yeah, a little bit nice and warm in the pants. <laughs> That's where you feel your happiness. That whole lower region. Yeah. <laughs> Is yours big enough to be called a region? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, I guess it just covers a lot of surface area, perhaps. Uh, I, I don't know. Skin. We're meandering into Uncircumcised skin. <laughs> So in Science This, we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of an everyday activity. And that activity right. today is... Chris, you've probably not done this for a while. No, I didn't do any homework at all. So anyway. Kissing. Oh, kissing. All right. Yeah. Now, before we start, guys, I just want to point out that if we are kissing a human, there needs to be ethics committee and ethics approval involved. Okay. So if we, if, all so right, let's, let's just, say we're kissing a gorilla then. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kissing an AI. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which AI? Are you kissing the Terminator? Oh, hold on. There was a girl. One, uh, no, it's there? just like a kissing robot. You know, like those those sex dolls. It's just like an open orifice. That's just like. That's what you. All right. So. We're going for, first of all, let's just talk about your standard lip-on-lip kiss. Okay. And as a scientist, we can measure many things. Mm, mm, So mm. for kissing, I'm I'm setting up my robot with lips Mm -hmm. and they have sensors to measure pressure Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. and mm-hmm. they're measuring moistness. Mm. Oh, yep. God. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> mic drop. Measuring yeah, moisture. Oh, God, moistness. Mm. Yeah. Pressure and, and, and moistness would be important as well, I think. Also, talk. T-O-R-Q. Oh, you mean like talking as you go in like, I love you so much. You're so beautiful. That was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. You know this? Yeah, no, I think talk is in, as in there is obviously motion of the head as yeah. kissing kisses aren't usually static. When why are you when like, they're passionate? Why are you levering the shit out of your kisses? <laughs> I like cantilevers and that's kind of <laughs> so so talk I think would be something you'd have to quantify as well. Perspiration as well. How much per <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> what? That's just because you're nervous, Chris. You, you haven't kissed yeah. a, another human for a while. So. Are you smushing your entire face? Well, well, <laughs> if you were to detect the, the minute amount of perspiration a human being produces when they're sexually aroused, you could determine yeah. how aroused they are. All right, Chris. In, Heart rate? Uh, in one minute, describe if someone wants to kiss you, your perfect kiss. Oh, You've right, got a all minute. Right. Go. All right. Um, a little hesitant at first, and then kind of like cheeky, te- and then tender. <laughs> the lips, <laughs> the lips gently brush against each other at first, and then there's a little bit more firmness, and then the lips part slightly. The tongue perhaps explores. Oh, Chris, you're making me so sick. <laughs> the tongues begin to tentatively explore. How much have I? Got? How much time have I got? Uh, you've been going for twenty seconds, and then, um, and then basically it's just on for young and old. Ugh, I don't yep. even know what yep. that means. Sucking on each other's tongues. Oh, and, um, God. Saliva literally <laughs> everywhere. If you're not bathed in saliva from nose to chin, something's gone wrong. Wow, Chris. I tell you what, <laughs> I've never spent 40 minutes, 40, sorry, 40 minutes, 40 seconds of my life so disgusted. Oh, 
Ask me about perfect sex then. <laughs> <laughs> I can describe that All in right. 30 seconds. No, no, joking, joking. Sucking on tongues? Who does yeah. the sucking on tongues thing, Chris? This is in the 80s. I saw it in a movie once. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think... Gross. I saw... Do you really suck on a tongue? No, I'm perhaps exaggerating slightly. I bet you do. You're embarrassed <laughs> now. What was the... In the movie Hot Shots, or maybe Hot Shots 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. Where they say, kiss me like you've never been kissed before. <laughs> yeah. And then he um, puts his mouth around her nose. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's a Chris Gibson style. I'm sure he would have been heavily influenced by Hot Shots. God, Hot yeah. Shots. I thought you were talking about a completely different movie then. He thought, like, yeah, the one that comes after Swedish Girl Sex <laughs> in his album, in his... Uh, List of movies. All right. So I thought we need to get the we need to get like the best kiss, and the way you do that, you ask a range of people their best what their best kiss is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you try and then you use Cameron's robot and you emulate that kiss, and the robot tells you how close you've got mm-hmm. to that to best. That. Kiss. And it can say you know like you know uh, too moist, not so moist. Why enough. is yours? Yours is all revolved around <laughs> moistness. <laughs> And Chris is about sucking. Yeah. <laughs> Combine the two and you've the got the ultimate says, kiss. The, ro- <laughs> the robot says, good, but uh, can you be a bit more gross? <laughs> yeah. Firmness, great. Not enough drawbridge saliva between the lips as you oh, part it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drawbridge saliva, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kate and I call them stringies <laughs> because it's gross to say spit. <laughs> that implies you and Kate have had a few stringies. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh god, we're both so salivary. I'm like, mm. I'm amazed that we had two really salivary people. Have so many each other. that you've got a name for it. Yeah, absolutely. We're like stringy, and then that's still like still attached while we're like parting. Come on over here and string me. Oh god, Chris, why do you? It sounds so horrible. Um, now the, the the biggest question, and maybe this one's for you, Cameron. Where do your hands go when you kiss? Mine? Yes. In the perfect scientific kiss? Uh, let's go for... Yes, let's go for that. All right, because that was... We are doing science. Yeah, so we are doing, we're not just finding not out just how like each other kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love tips. <laughs> for all those people out there having trouble finding love, this is how you do it. Cameron, where the hands go? I'm thinking, well, I don't know, how, how do we do this? I mean, it's the yeah. same as yours. It's a poll. So when you're asking people about their favorite kiss type, it's also yeah. favorite kiss, say, position. Yeah. So we're going upside down, Spider-Man styles, or are we do going... You know so that style kiss, I coined <laughs> the term the other day as, you know, you've got a 69 for oral sex, kind of in, well, in a 69 position. Mm, I've heard of it, yep. Well, this is like... Ten percent of a sixty-nine, <laughs> so it's a six point nine. Ah, not bad. It's yeah. just the heads, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. You're right, yeah, you're right. It's so just it's the like, faces. You want a six point nine? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Hang from the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find out. Yeah. And you've got an excellent chance of ingesting a bit of mucus from the nose as well in that oh, position because you it do, could drip yeah. down, particularly if you've got a cold or something. So there you go. That's not just saliva; mucus could be ingested as well. That's fantastic. Love. That's love. That is love. That is love. So hands. Back so to your hands, Cameron. We've got our, we've got our poll. Yep. The poll's saying like, people are saying where they want it. Are they yep. wanting hips? Yeah. Butt? Back? Uh, behind the head? 
Oh, I was going to say behind the head, I reckon would poll quite highly. And then we're 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 suiting up our robot again, pressure yep. sensors. Yeah. Um, in those spots to see how firm. Yeah. Uh, is is mm. the best. For I imagine things. someone like you, Cameron, will quite enjoy the a little nipple tweak <laughs> <laughs> during a kiss. Yeah. Am I receiving a nipple tweak? Or yes. Am I giving out one? <laughs> no, no, receiving. I actually very much dislike nipple tweaks. <laughs> My nipples are incredibly sensitive. I don't Mine like, are I don't like well. people going anywhere near them. It's just like, I don't like There's a correlation. Too sensitive. Too sensitive. Science and sensitive nipples. Yeah, if mm. you've got sensitive nipples, you could you should do science. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, that's very true because in like I've got a couple of sporting maids um, who like to like nipple cripple. Like that's kind of their like, hey, buddy, nipple girl. I cannot right. abide by no, that. I'm not into that. I all. cannot get on board with that. Oof. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's a good that's a good answer, Cameron. All right, I scienced it. As you scienced it. You scienced it. Music is provided by the Adelaide-based band Voice Rom, and we thank them very much for all of their music. And a special mention to Jared Payne because he puts a lot of effort into making sure our music sounds good. So thank you very much. Thank Thanks you, Jared. Um, visit Voice Rom's Bandcamp website and download all their stuff. Otherwise, your bum will turn inside out. And also remember to subscribe to us because if you don't subscribe, you won't be able to yeah. listen to our beautiful voices. Mm. We're on all the apps. Chris, on- you, got, you got any of the apps? I've got, uh, I've got a, a map app that tells me where I am. <laughs> <laughs> Is that su- Hang on, does that mean that anyone- Does it always just say, you are here? And you're like, yes, I am. <laughs> it's, got a, it's got a big red arrow. It just points at me. It says, you're here. Excellent. excellent. Well done, Chris. You're getting onto the apps anyway. I am. And also am. like us on our Facebook page. And uh, Cameron, as always. That was Published Perishable Podcast. Brought to you by future sponsor, Wine. We only drink the good stuff. <laughs> Delicious. We're going to be sponsored by, by wine. I love that. By all oh wine. My God. All right. Anyone out there with alcohol contacts. We will drink and talk about your wine or beer or whatever on this podcast if you give us free stuff. It doesn't matter how shit it is, we'll say it's great. That's right, yeah. (laughs) We will science your wine. I've worked on wine at one point. Science the wine? That can be the thing. All right, there we are. He's done. Science expert. Final farewell, gents. Yep. Goodbye, everyone. Um, Thanks to all the Gibsonites for listening up. and Catch you next time. Gibsonites. Gibsonites, you knob. (laughs) Bye. Bye.